It's Monday, the 12th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, share markets in North America, Europe and Asia hit records, or near records, but can the surge continue? Plus, after taking an Easter break, the housing market booms once again. More bad news from the government about the COVID-19 vaccination rollout in Australia, and the number of financial advisors in the country tumbles. Our least story today, global share markets are trading close to record levels as confidence that COVID-19 vaccines are working and US stimulus packages drive Wall Street and other bourses. US shares hit a new record last week, helped by strong economic data. The Australian share market pushed through 7,000 points for the first time since February last year, with gains in technology, material, retail, property and telco shares. Japanese shares were trading around their highest level since the early 1990s, albeit off their highs of a few weeks ago. And Eurozone shares were well above their pre-COVID levels and not far off their highs of the tech boom. The success of the vaccines, even if their rollout has been patchy in some countries, has provided the impetus for the recovery. But just as important has been patient, very patient, central banks. There's also been a run of strong economic data around the world, President Joe Biden's multi-trillion dollar stimulus package, and a pause in the rebound in bond yields. The conditions are ripe for growth in asset prices. AMP Capital Chief Economist Shane Oliver believes the local S&P ASX 200 is heading towards 7,200 points and beyond, and growth assets will do best. But there still remains plenty of questions about the vaccine rollouts about whether the Biden administration can push through its spending packages and about what happens if in Australia and elsewhere there's a significant outbreak of COVID-19 or a new coronavirus. It's going to be a very interesting few months. In overseas news, shipping giant Maersk said services in the Suez Canal won't return to normal for several weeks and global supply chains will be impacted for some time. The 400-metre container vessel stuck in the canal for a week last month triggered the backup, and many products will be delayed reaching destinations in coming months. Chinese regulators have fined Alibaba around 2.8 billion US dollars after finding that the massive e-commerce group had abused its market dominance. The fine was the equivalent of 4% of the group's 2019 revenues and ends an antitrust investigation into the company. And a story for the voyeurs out there, According to property group Frank Knight, super rich people bought more homes in London than any other city in the world last year. An expensive home is anything over 10 million US dollars, and London beat off Hong Kong and New York to win the title. 201 properties were sold with an average price of 18.6 million US dollars. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Easter's over. Let the housing market boom continue. The preliminary national auction clearance rate over the weekend was 80% from more than 2,000 auctions, according to CoreLogic. It came after the Reserve Bank on Friday said it was on alert for increased risk-taking by overly optimistic borrowers. Over the weekend, the federal government secured 20 million additional doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, following its decision to only provide the AstraZeneca jab to people over the age of 50 years. But the doses won't be available till the end of the year, and the government has backtracked from its plans to ensure every adult had a jab by October. 
The goal is now the end of the year, although on Facebook, Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the government wouldn't set targets because of uncertainties involved in the process. So far, 1.1 million jabs have been given. The number of registered financial advisors is on track to be 50% lower than before the Hain Royal Commission in 2018, while the cost of advice soars. New figures from Research House Advisor Ratings reported in the Financial Review shows that more than 2,800 advisors exited the industry last year. That's a 12% decline. This is a big deal. People need good financial advice. But the ending of commissions has changed the economics of the sector over recent years. It's become unaffordable and or unattainable. And that's a growing problem as the baby boomers head into retirement. I've spoken a couple of times about the US pushing for new global tax rules that would force multinationals to pay tax on the revenue earned in a jurisdiction. It would mean tech giants, for example, would pay much more tax in Australia. The Financial Review is reporting this morning that mining and energy companies, such as BHP and Rio, would be exempt from the rules. That's good news for Australia's tax base because those big miners earn much of their revenue from offshore but currently pay tax in Australia, and that wouldn't change. And there's been a second major dump of personal information from a social media site in less than a week. Media reports this morning say LinkedIn details of 500 million people, including phone numbers, email addresses and employment status, are up for sale on a well-known hacking site. It comes a week after a similar number of Facebook users' information was dumped online. It's likely that many Australians have been caught up in the latest cybercrime. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.